Previously on Shulbro's Week in Review. And in the pocket is cans of Uagua. <laughs> it's like Foster's is Australian for beer. He's like, Uagua, Australian for water. Uagua, <laughs> <laughs> Australian for water. Oh, I'm good at your grubs. <laughs> I think we could have a whole, what would we call it? We would call it like the United Nations of Grimus? <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Grimus family. Like they the could Grimus. have like they come together for reunions and stuff. <laughs> the Grimus family reunion. <laughs> you know, and McDonald's can't sue us because they have not done these other Grimuses. Yeah, it's with a Y too. And I mean that, that's bulletproof. And they stole this from <laughs> HR Puffin stuff, so they got no grounds to stand on. No grounds. You're listening to Shoal Bros Week in Review. Darren, come yeah. with me if you want to live. <laughs> yes. Come with me on this podcast journey if you want to live and reference Terminator 2 Judgment Day. That was very ominous. I don't know. That feels like a bit of a threat, right? Like you better yeah, throw like, it up or you're out of here permanently. Yeah, like, like if you don't listen, you're, something bad will happen to you. And there's nothing you can do about it now because you're not listening. So it's kind of yeah. a weird way to approach that. Yeah. Well, you know, I at least gave you a quote that you knew instead of like some obscure quote from a movie you love but don't know. Can can I make a can I make a comment about that? You may. Do you want to introduce the show and then I'll make a comment about that? <laughs> I don't do do, do, we, does the, do the show bros need an introduction at this point? Do they? Do we? Probably Are you not entertained? Are you not um, entertained? So I believe my hate of a couple of weeks ago, or actually probably three times by now, Ms. Marvel uh, had a scene where the guy also quoted, come with me if you want to live. And he did it as like a joke. Ah, okay. Nice little interjection. And I'm surprised yeah. you didn't jump in on the, are you not entertained? Okay. So I got to apologize to you, my brother and our listeners, both of them and mom and dad. I have a little bit of a cold today. So I'm like, my energy level is like at a four. Oh man. Is it COVID? No, it's not the Rona, dude. It's just a cold. I feel pretty good other than my head is like stuffy. Okay. Well, I hope you feel better. Uh, and by the way, even if it is the Rona, you can't get it through the mic because you are in the other side of the country. So you're safe. I know. I'm still a little nervous, but uh, I'm glad you're... Uh, now I feel especially bad with come with me if you want to live as you're feeling... <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. From a cold. Uh, I don't even know where to go with that. But yeah, so I'm still shocked. I'm going to three times... You're shocked this. I have a cold? No, I'm shocked that you were, did not catch the, are you not entertained? No, I got it. It's Gladiator. I just didn't have the energy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I guess totally you got it. All right. That's what you were saying. You were taking the long way of saying, I don't care, Jeff. I just want to survive the next 15 minutes of listening to you talk about nothing. Oh, believe me. This is the highlight of my day. I was sitting upstairs kind of like with my eyes closed, kind of trying to get through this. And I was like, oh. I got to buck it up for this podcast. So uh, you're you're giving me a reason to live with through this cold. I love how dramatic I'm being about a cold. Yeah. I, I just needed this podcast to keep me going, man. Give me one, just a reason, one good reason. Right? Isn't that a song? That is a song. We're not but, broken up and we can learn to love again. I've just got all the words wrong, but. 
Oh, well, either way, I, I didn't know what that song is about, but apparently it is not about the Shul Bros podcast. That's for sure. I, I, well, I could be wrong. I think it's a song with Pink and a guy from a band, Nate uh, Russ or something. Yeah, isn't he the guy from Fun? We yeah, are that's right. Young. Why are we doing this to our listeners? You're we're both tone deaf, and you don't even know the words. Uh, well, yes, yeah, so I am tone deaf. Uh, I do know this the words at least that I sang of "We Are Young." Um, and yes, I don't know this. This show went off the rails real fast, man. Uh, Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to the classics. Grimes. If, if I may, before you were right, just give me a reason. Just a little bit's enough. Just a second. We're not broken. Just bent. Now, if oh, you drop the it. We Could Learn to Love Again, that song is about us. We're broken. We're not broken. We're just bent. Like our, our podcast is off the rails. You're sick. You're low energy. And I need a reason, man. I mean, we could learn to love again, too. I mean, it, it's not a bad thing to learn. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we forgot it, but like you can never have too much love in this world. That's right, man. But you are there's the line. You're still written in the scars on my heart and, and you are not. Uh, oh, well, that's that's scars. not what we're you're, you're You are definitely written in scars all over my heart, bro. Oh, but this line from from the song is on pace, dude. Oh, tear ducks and rust. I'll fix it for us. I mean, you've got tear ducts with a cold and I will fix it, man. I will bring the energy and talk about Grimus. All right. So this is not actually, I want to, I want to recap for our listeners. Grimus is our, cause we have new listeners every week. Not really. <laughs> we do. Grimus is our way of getting Grimus, but getting around copyright with McDonald's. So we're calling him Grimus. But then last week we had the great inspiration to expand and we created the Pantheon of Grimus. Where no, Grimus is the United Nations of Grimus, the United Nations of Grimus, the Pantheon. I mean, he has there's a lot of Grimuses, but I have a new addition to the Pantheon. Can you capture it? Can you catch people up to speed on because dad texted? He said he did enjoy the Grimus and the uh Uncle of Grimus yeah. conversation. All right, well, the reason we got on it is because McDonald's actually did legitimately had a what was it, uh, Uncle. Uncle O'Grimacy, yeah. But sorry, you don't need the whole recap of the episode. Just who are the current United Nations of Grimes? Oh, the hurry. Okay, so it's Uncle O'Grimacy, and he represents uh, Ireland. Yep. There's (laughs) Das Grimus! (laughs) And he is the uh, German Grimus. Yep. There's Les Grimals, and he's French. Now, I, I, could we revisit that? Because we had two different versions of this. As uh, The beginning, I started with Monsignor Grimas. And I feel like oh. Monsignor Grimas, it's like cooler in words, but it's not as fun to say as Les Grimals. So I think Les Grimals. I mean, I don't know French, but I think <laughs> Les Grimals is much more fun. Yeah, I do love Monsignor, but uh, it is but a Monsignor, mouthful. isn't that, is, I don't even know, is that Spanish or is that French? Uh, I think you're thinking consigliere. Oh. oh, dude, I have a great idea. Yeah. Le Grimal could be a female French Grimus, and Monsignor Grimal could be her um, better half, her worse half, or I guess they're and- androgynous. So it'd just be the couple of Grimus. Two French right. Grimuses. Well, I Googled it, and for whatever reason, I thought Monsignor was French, but... Uh, it is an honorific form of address or title for certain male clergy members, usually the Roman oh. Catholic Church. So I don't think Monsignor. No, we're not touching that, dude. Purpose. We're not touching that. It's just le, forget Les everything I just said. It's Legrimals. Yeah, Legrimals. And then there's, and then there's, good day, Grimus. <laughs> I thought it was good day, O Grimus, for some reason. Is it? Is there no O in good day, O Grimus? 
We can put no there. It's fine. I mean, the good day is the more important part. Yeah. Okay. And this Grimus has a pouch because he's Australian and he has a kangaroo pouch. Yep. And so did I hit all of the the Grimus pantheon? The United Nations of Grimus. I think that's the United Nations of Grimus. And I should I give a drum roll or could we give some goat noise to to welcome in the new version, the new family member? <laughs> the okay. So I did leave one more out. Although that is the United Nations of Grimus, there also is our take on Mayor McCheese, which uncreatively is named City Manager McCheese. Mm-hmm. So. I've taken to expanding the family just like McDonald's did with their ripped off McDonald's land. So check it out, dude. You ready? Mm-hmm. I now introduce to you the Fryrit. <laughs> Instead of a creepy hamburglar, he has a potato with a pirate hat. Ooh, Get it? yeah. Fry, pirate. Yep. That's yeah. a lot less creepy than the hamburglar. Okay. So here's the here's the question. We need, to, uh, we need to workshop him. I just came up with the name and the fact that he has a pirate hat. We need to do more, but yeah, I definitely think the Fryrit is a genius uh, addition. It just kind of goes off the rails a little bit, be- and maybe not. But you had the United Nations of Grimus. This is like Grimus went around the world and has a family ev- in every country, and then you it's all about Grimus, and now it's about fries. So is it about Grimus or fries and burgers? That's what I don't understand. Well, I mean, let's be fair. We had city manager McCheese already. He actually kind of came in the same day as Grimus. Now, are you allowed to call your colleague city manager McSteve? We can ask our guest that, actually. Is that okay? Is that HR approved, though? We'll find out. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that would be considered some form of harassment or not. I mean, honestly, I think he would probably appreciate if I just called him city manager McCheese. <laughs> Like that just I don't sounds think cool. So. I don't know. You don't. You don't think? I don't think that's true. We'll we will we will uh, put a pin on that and ask ask someone who actually knows when we have a guest. But yeah. Um, so speaking of so, which, we have a guest today. We did the numbers, and our numbers plummeted when it's just you and me. I did get one text that said we want the Shoal Bros, but I, th- I I thought that that meant like just you and me was enough, but that seems to be a minority response because at least half of our listeners have disappeared and never come back. Right. And we also need to target guests who have kids who are in high school, which this one does. So it's a win-win. Like we, they have to listen. So we'll get a new whole new audience and go viral because high school kids, from what I understand, I've got my finger on the pulse of, of what's cool and what's not cool. And I think they're really curious for they're They're really just hungry for content about, reframing 1970s McDonald's lands characters into the future with uncle and yet avoid and yet avoiding <laughs> any copyright lawsuits. Yeah. We're like the modern twist on an old favorite that they have been hungry for and they are ready to go viral. Like they're going to TikTok it, dude. Uh, what is it? Shoal bros challenge. Shoal bros challenge. challenge. <laughs> anyway, I just feel like they don't know. This is weird. A lot of them don't know who grimace is. That's the travesty of everything, because as you know, you tried to buy Grimace gear from McDonald's and it sold out like instantly. Yeah, I don't know who's buying it because it was it's not kids because they don't pretend they pretend they don't know who it is. They might have the shirt on underneath their normal shirt. But and I don't think he was even I forget because I'm a little foggy. He wasn't even the one that got banned. Right. It was Mayor McCheese. That was a ripoff. Mayor McCheese got got uh, canned because of Huff and Puff and stuff. Yeah. So like 
Grimace was like an unfortunate casualty of that, but we don't care because Grimace is, is better than Grimace. Um, yeah. Oh, going back to your question, Fryrit is like <laughs> Grimace's <laughs> sidekick. They can't, he, you know, you can't just hang out with your family all the time. You need to have a buddy. Yeah, that's true. You Plus, need a little Fryrit. How do you think he's going around all these different countries? He goes on the ship with the Fryrit. Because he's at a Fryrit ship, and I, I could probably just come up with right now what the ship looks like. It's probably a really big French fry. Does Does Grimus have to like have a pirate version of him to be friends with Fryrit, or is he just like, you know, I'm I'm just Grimus, and Fryrit's my pirate buddy who takes me soaring around the seven seas. I am willing to entertain the opportunity to come up with a pirate Grimus. I just we have to come up with a name, and it's got to be in a relatively short order. Hmm. Would oh, it be Ahoyo Grimus? Ahoyo Grimus. Yeah, I love how we like to put O in front of all the Grimus. <laughs> Gudeo Grimus. Ahoyo Grimus. Uncle of Grimacy. Uh, I think, well, I mean, it could be the, 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 uh, what'd you say? Ahoy O Grimus? Is it A, Ahoy like Chips Ahoy? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Googling live pirate with... words right now. Ahoy and Arg. Grimus Arg. R. Grimus? R. Grimus? Oh, I. I. Grimus. I. I. Grimus? Oh, hold on. Is he now moving from a frirate to like a captain? Oh, he could be a captain. Oh, yeah, just Captain Grimus. Of course. Captain so Grimus. Obvious, dude. Dude. Why are we even fighting over this? <laughs> captain Grimus. And he's going to steal another mascot's look, and he's wearing the little. Um, I think they're called Apulets, the thing that Captain Crunch wears. <laughs> yes. He's going to wear those, and he's going to wear a Admiral hat. Does he have pants? That's the question. Does he... No pants. Absolutely not. <laughs> so he's still just this amorphous purple blob, but then he's going to have gold, whatever you're calling on his shoulders, and uh, the sideways pirate hat. And he could wear... Yeah, I think that's probably it. Oh, and he could have a parrot. Oh, yeah, no. he got to have a parrot. No, Does he's Fryrit got Fryrit. Fryrit gets a peg leg for sure. Oh, dude. Oh. And, and going back to the pork conversation with the pig that says it's so good you could have some of mine or whatever. The <laughs> swine so fine you leg. could have some of mine. The, yeah. <laughs> dude, he totally has a French fry leg. With a bite out of it. <laughs> yes. It's like not all the way through it, so it still works. But yeah, it does a, definitely a, a visible bite in the leg. Yeah. And then he uses like a, for a cane, he has like the frying basket, you know? Oh, like the thing you dip in the oil? Yeah. I could dig it. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, does <laughs> he have, it. does Fryrit have a Captain Hook Hook or does he have both his hands? Well, you got to choose. Does he have his leg or not of his hands? I... <laughs> he can't have all of his stuff being eaten off. No, that feels wrong. That's just like, yeah, it's poor guy's getting cooked on. up and eaten up. Last question. Does Fryrit have a patch? I, again, like it just feels cruel to that he, he can't walk, he can't see, he can't grab things, with, he can't grab a delicious Mayor McCheese burger. I, I feel like you just got to choose the pirate, the, the peg leg. Okay, last question. Oh, no, actually, sorry, Does, peg legs, they, they, they usually do have the peg leg and the eye patch, don't they? I mean, they have, I mean, they, I don't know about they because there aren't pirates anymore, but on, on TV and cartoons, they do. Like, does Captain Hook? No, he can't. Oh, isn't there no, like a peg a... leg from Captain Hook, though? 
Dude, or no? I don't know. He has a hook in his arm. Okay, can I ask you a question though? This is a more important one. Okay. Does Fryrit have like the pirate captain hat, or does he have that like tied off red bandana that the like swabbies have for his hat? I, I think you've given a lot of thought to this. I don't know. Um, I did Google uh, pirate peg leg, and there is a stuffed animal with a peg leg, a hooked hand, and an eye patch. Like this guy just went through the ringer. <laughs> I mean, that could be the Fryrit backstory that people want to know how this happened to him. Yeah, but the, the the pirate with peg leg hand puppet definitely has like the pirate hat with skull and crossbones on it. Oh, so, okay. So I'm skull just, and crossbones is probably the way to go. I'm just giving you inspiration, man. I, I feel like it's a little excessive. Like I feel like you've got you just need one or two indications that he's a fryrit. <laughs> you don't need to go I all in. I love how protective you've become of this poor fryrit. You're like, we can't make him lose all of his appendages. <laughs> Yeah, it just feels wrong, man. The poor guy's just trying to cook you up some happiness. And it uh, doesn't seem right to take all away everything he's hoped and dreamed of. All right. So we, we decided on the French fry with a bite out of his leg, right? Yeah, definitely needs uh, something eaten. That's why so he can't can walk. have his arms because they're, they're kind of stubby. If, is he a person like a hamburger or is he like a, I think he's a big potato. Yeah. His grimace yeah. kind of looks like a potato. <laughs> Like Grimus, I mean. So he's just like a brown. Basically, he's a brown. He's a brown Grimus thing. Yeah. So if he if that's the shape we're going with, he can have both of his arms because they're kind of stubby. There's no room for a hook there. Yeah. I for whatever reason I just wasn't envisioning arms. Like I was just envisioning like a potato blob with a peg leg, and uh, accoutrements. But you know, how does I think... he steer the ship? <laughs> that's a good point. He does need hands does need to steer the ship well i think this is a great addition i think you got captain grimus so you got one more in the, the he's the ruler of the seven seas you got his first mate this fryrit uh and i think you're going to need one more character on that boat for them to be able to get into port properly but i i think that we might have to tune in next week <laughs> to hear about yeah I, know, I, can't like come up with, I, I planned one character and we came up with a whole new one but we can't use all our whole our whole pantheon, uh, the United Nations of Grimus, can't be determined in one day. Yeah, but you know what? Schulmeister's come to our show to, to be entertained and to learn something. Uh, and I just Googled pirate peg leg to find out. And did you know that Francois was a 16th century French privateer, originally from Normandy, who is credited as the first pirate in the modern era to have a peg leg? No, but now I do. Thank you. Yeah, his nickname was Jambe de Bois. Or Pata de Palo. Peg Wait, he had two nicknames? That's not cool. Well, there's a lot of names for this guy. He's Francois, or he's Francis Leclerc, and then his nickname is Jean-Babe Dubois. Pate de Palo give... and Pegleg. Here's the real question. Did he give himself these nicknames? Because that's not cool. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people could be pretty cruel in the 1500s. I'm not going to lie. No, I, yeah, I just don't know what those French words mean. Like, are they nice or not nice? I think they all mean peg leg, if I could tell correctly. If I'm, if I'm reading this right, they're all <laughs> commenting on his uh, injury. He probably didn't give that his own name then. No, I, I would guess not. But, you know, that that's, everybody else could Google it or search Wikipedia, but Francis Leclerc, a.k.a. Francois, uh, Francois, Francois Leclerc, is Jean Bois, the first peg leg. Le Grimaud. <laughs> Le Grimaud. He's cousins with Le Grimaud. 
deep ancestor. Uh, Darren, I promised that we would keep the show running on time. We have a guest today. Do you want to share any last update before we bring our guest on? No, I want to get to the guest because I promise that this guest will either be funny or educational or both. Okay. And then am I doing real or fake or are you? Actually, I believe our guest prepared a real or fake. Wow. For us. Wow. Switching it up. All right. We'll be back with a guest just after a word from no one or our sponsors or no one. Yay. So, Darren, you brought us back a guest after two weeks of it just being the the bros. Uh, Who do you have for us today? Okay, so as you know, Schulmeisters, we strive to be funny and educational and have famous guests. Um, Well, with our guest today, she isn't the most famous, but she is going to teach us some stuff we probably should know. I'm happy to introduce Abby Cochran. Abby is uh, the city of Upper Arlington's HR director. Uh, so hopefully she can give us on tips to keep us out of trouble. But more importantly, Abby is one of the original Schulmeisters. She made the puff paint Grimus. Oh, wow. That's fame and glory. That's awesome. Yes. So, and and she actually does listen. So we can actually ask her about prior stuff and she will know what we're talking about. Unlike all our other guests who pretend they listen, but they don't. That's right. I think, I think that you should know that I'm kind of like the unsung hero of the podcast. Very, yeah. I think we've I've heard your name, so it's not quite unsung, but it's not okay. properly sung. She well, got us our so German listeners too. I was gonna say when you guys were worried about the fact that your German listenership had gone down, I reached out to our German exchange student in Germany who lives back <laughs> in Germany now and was like, "Hey, you got to listen to this podcast," and she did. You know so, what's amazing about that? We are still weeks and weeks into this. Germany still has two percent of our listeners. That is awesome. Maybe Nora's still is, listening. I don't know. Yeah, what's her, say her name because then she'll definitely listen to this episode. Nora Gumbringer right? is her name. Oh, Nora, get your friends. Get this thing to 3% and we will send you a Uagua mug. Well, we won't promise to do that, actually, because we don't have that. But we will look into doing <laughs> we that. We can send you a picture of what it might look like. Yeah. A right? mock-up, if you will. Right. Yeah. I would love if Norma Gumbringer could give us her opinion on our um, Das Grimus. Yeah. Well, is that it offensive? is yes. is it appreciated like do they like the homage um you know i am german you know german descent i don't love that one i think there's some <laughs> other good ones out there like el gramito so, could be a good oh, one. oh dude that's a new one yes hmm. we have to look into whether gramito means something that we don't we don't know well that is true i don't know any spanish so I, we could be getting ourselves in trouble but i you know i think i could be wrong on this but i think darren that i'm the one that told you about the camp mcdonald's merch wow. so, and then you set me up for complete sadness because like well didn't, didn't. but then i tried to offer you a consolation prize of the poorly made grimus t-shirt with old puffy Which was feet that probably better. still hasn't dried yet I saw it, and that is not poorly made. It was beautiful. It's a sight to behold, and I want to see. Is there any HR regulations against Darren wearing that to work every day? Um, just that, like, if he wears it, the puffy probably going to stick to office furniture, so it's probably not a great idea. Okay, okay. so I just have to interject. I did a quick search for Gramito, and if you yeah. put an E instead of where I put the Y, uh, it's an Italian word that means crowded or crammed with or packed. Okay, I don't think that's offensive. All right, no, that's okay. I'll we'll go with Gramito. 
Yeah. Uh, El Gramito is a I good think one. It's, it's less offensive than the German one for some reason. It sounds less <laughs> like mean. I don't know. I mean, they're all kind of ridiculous. So hopefully our fellow friends from other countries are taking it for the spirit we intended. And it's an homage, not an insult. Right, right. And we will give them ownership if they'd prefer. Like if they want to recommend something else, like we will totally ditch Das Grimas and make it whatever they would like. There you go. And not not to change the subject from Grimas, but the last thing, I did give you also goat noises. Oh, yeah. She gave me this machine, dude. (laughs) Yes. Yes. kind of like the... um... I had to step outside to say that because I actually stole that from my kid. Uh-oh. To to give it to you guys. So hopefully your kid listens listen to, to every episode, but this one. That's well, the she does. Noise. She does listen to it just by virtue of the fact that like I'm usually listening to it when I'm in the car, um, and she gets kind of confused because Darren also does the city podcast, and so she'll be listening to your podcast, and she's like, "Why are they talking about this on a work podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> Which actually brings us a very good question, Abby. We want to workshop two more things for you. First of all, here's our HR-related question. Okay. Jeff wanted to know if we can call Steve, our city manager, city manager McCheese or city manager McSteve. Like, would he be okay with being called either one of those? Well, or we're not can really he... concerned about that. Can we get in trouble? Yeah. Oh, no, you can't get in trouble for that. <laughs> I think Abby came up with this or we did it together with Real Deal Feel. But uh, what is your Etsy store going to be, Abby? So, you know, we've we've had a lot of conversations about how we can be more green within the city. And so I said that I was going to start an Etsy shop and make reusable toilet paper. You know, like sewn together. <laughs> like you can still put it. Listen, if you go out to Etsy, there are for it's real, real people who do it. If we did real or fake, you would have lost that. Abby showed yes. me there is reusable toilet it is paper. Really, a thing. Wow, like that is disgusting. It, just think, think like disposable or you know reusable diapers, cloth diapers, but to like a whole other level. It's for adults. That is next level. That is absolutely disgusting. Yes. <laughs> did so you go our... somewhere where they had that? Did I go somewhere that had it? Or something. There was some. Someone was telling me they went somewhere and they wanted them. Oh no! Were you at the place where they told them told you not to flush it? Yes, that was at the Airbnb I stayed at, where they said we weren't allowed to flush toilet paper down the toilet. <laughs> oh yeah, that seems like yeah. a reasonable request. Well, it was an does old it? farmhouse. It gross. <laughs> Put it in a in a trash bin, maybe. I don't know. Right next yeah. to where you are all the time. Ew. It's gross. If there's one thing, yes, Cottonelle all the way. Yeah. Oh, wow. You just dropped, hey, by the way, Abby just dropped a product placement. So, Cottonelle, if you're listening, pay us some money or send us some toilet paper. Yeah, and great. And if there's somebody yeah, that wants to sell reusable toilet paper, I'm sure you could promote their product too. We will, we will advertise your product. And if you want to send us samples, we probably won't use it, but we will tell people about <laughs> your product. You can make fun of me secretly, although I don't sew and I don't use reusable toilet paper. So, I'm not going to be very good at marketing it. This reminds no, I, me, kind of unrelated, but when I was going to the Sounders game this weekend, uh, somebody took a dump on the walkway. Like, it was just a huge situation right there oh on the platform, and somebody just put a cone next to it instead of cleaning it up. But <laughs> thankfully, they put the cone there to keep us from walking in it. 
That is okay, disgusting. Okay, so you started this. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. When Marsha and I were at Comic-Con, we were walking from our hotel <laughs> to Comic-Con, pushing Parker in a stroller, and this lady walks right by us, like two feet away, drops her trowel on the side of the street, sits down, and drops a deuce. Like, yeah. Right oh, in front my of gosh. Us. And it was just like at 8 in the morning. This is not like a weird time. Big city problems. Is that an HR don't? Are you allowed to deuce on the sidewalk outside of um, City Hall? No, I think that's probably a really bad idea. When <laughs> okay. when I was in college, um, there was someone <laughs> who was pooping all over campus. And Did they get a cool name? <laughs> the Mystery Pooper was the name. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And um, they they thought the person like actually probably had some kind of like psychological issue with like public restrooms or whatever. Um, and my boyfriend at the time worked for the college police there and he solved the case. Ooh, he was able to find pooper. the mystery pooper. And so they made him a plaque. <laughs> it was like a mounted plaque with like poop and like for him solving the case of the mystery pooper. It was pretty great. Wow. Oh man. How do I get a cool plaque like that? I mean, so, you know, solve a case of the mystery pooper. Do you know what's awesome is I just Googled mystery pooper because I was like, I vaguely remembered that. And I, that's like a tale as old as time. I mean, this is not your experience in college is not unique. What? Yeah. There was a ex New Jersey superintendent who was outed as the school's mystery pooper. No. Uh, the superintendent did it. That's like a Scooby Doo twist. Like they pull <laughs> off his mask and it's the principal. <laughs> yeah. His that attorney said his life has effectively been ruined. But he was responsible for uh, human feces found near Holmdale High School's track field on a daily basis. That is disgusting. Okay, but so this would have happened like 2001, 2000 time frame? Okay, this is 2018. Okay. I mean, people move. People move on in life. He graduated from... Abby's college. He's, oh my gosh, the ranks. That would be now insane. He's a, now he's he a didn't superintendent. Actually get help for his issues and he's doing it other places. That's crazy. Yeah. So no, there was a photo. They photographed him to try to find out who was doing this. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it, it gave, according to Ad, his lawyer, it gave traction to inaccurate media accounts that he had been charged with some deranged antisocial behavior. But yeah. in reality, he suffers from a documented medical condition known as runner's diarrhea. When he jogs. Oh, interesting. Oh, well, so he, unfortunately, he in, in this scenario, we triggered somebody else's anxiety, my friends and I, because we kind of thought the whole situation was funny. And so we took like a Ziploc bag to the cafeteria one day and <laughs> loaded it up with all kinds of stuff that we thought would look like poop. And then we left it in front of the door of like one of our friends. Nice. <laughs> well, oh, our friend was not the one who pooper. found it. It was her roommate and her roommate freaked out because she thought somebody must think that she's the mystery pooper. That's and then awesome. She pooped her pants right there and became mystery pooper too. And the <laughs> horrible like chain started. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's like yes. saw five where the saw guy's dead, but his legacy continues. <laughs> his legacy lives on. Wow. Yeah. And, and this also happened in orchard park uh, where, that somebody wrote a sign to the person who is pooping on our lawns in the village of OP. You are violating the health ordinance. That's so, disgusting. Yeah, it just happens. Wow. Year after year. And you, you, I kind did of, not know it was such a widespread issue. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there, yeah. I mean, people poop outside all the time, right, Jeff? I guess they do. 
So let's talk about uh, what we loved, what we hated, and what we're looking forward to after I took that conversation off the rails. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> we, let's wrap up the poop and go to something. I think that not was my related. fault. I'm sorry. No, but you were talking about good. recycled toilet paper. I and was. I yes. took it to the. I mean, it was it was unbelievable the size of the, what was left at the platform here in Seattle. So uh, gross. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Darren. You're never invited. Brought it right. You know. I got us out of it and with a stupid <laughs> yeah. statement, and you got us right back in there. Okay, right back in. Cool. All right. Speaking of what you loved this week, uh, Darren, Boop. you want to go first? Uh, I will go first. Uh, this is going to sound weird, but bear with me. I love the song "Hold Me Closer." Do you know the song, Jeff? Uh, not off the top of my head. I'm, I'm driving in my car. I don't listen to the radio that much anymore. And it's this song by, by Elton John and Britney Spears. And what? I really don't love a lot of Elton John songs. But like, you know, Britney's my girl. I've seen her in concert three times. I got kind of nervous because she said she was retiring. So it's just great to see her back and happy. And the, the song isn't that bad. It's like a remake or a sample or something. I can't really tell, but I think it has a tiny dancer thing going on. But it's catchy. Abby, have you heard this song? I don't think so. It's Britney Spears, Elton John, have a song. All right. I'm going to check that it out. That in of itself should blow your mind. That doesn't make any sense. Can you think of two least likely people to come up yeah. with a song? Eminem, Eminem and Elton John when they did that at the Grammys. Oh, fair enough. Elton, Elton John's kind of a collaborator, isn't he? Yeah. He just, just gets it done, man. He don't care. The yeah. circle of life <laughs> in the wheel of fortune. All right. So that's, I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, I mean, Abby, I'm not what's tell you your it's a great song, but it is catchy. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I appreciate the tip. I am going to say my love of the week is goat yoga. Ooh. I have not done it yet, but there is a farm here locally, yes, where you can do yoga with the goats. And I think that I have convinced at least one of my children and one of my friends that we're going to do it. Can you get real deal feel to go because her back's been hurting? So like maybe goat. Oh, will like a goat would help her back? Maybe. Have That's you ever a good seen idea. those shows? Where the person gets hit in the head and they get amnesia and then they get in the head back and it comes back and they keep hitting them in the head. So it yeah. would be like that. Like her back would hurt, but then the goat would step on it and cure it. And then it the would... goat would step on it and would hurt it. Yes. And then she's going to end back up at the doctor again. And it's going to be goat your yoga, fault. Isn't that where they climb on you and stuff? They can. They, they might not necessarily. They might just be curious and be around you and stuff. Either way, I think it would be fun. And that looks pretty hopefully magic. I will not hurt myself in the process, but we'll see. So apparently, according to GoatYogaLand.com, goat yoga is a fitness craze spreading like wildfire across the nation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who knew? Wait, Goat Yoga Dayland. I, I have a feeling they're biased. <laughs> but Yeah. That's like, you right. know what else is sweeping the nation? Grimus. <laughs> Grimus says the people who created Grimus. Ue Agua. <laughs> Agua is also sweeping the nation. It's good. <laughs> Well, yeah, but so far the top hit on Grimus is not Grimus as a character sweeping the nation. So Google knows something about truth, man. Well, I think dude. I think that what you should do is you should start creating a bunch of social media accounts as Grimus. I think so, that needs to happen. Like, Grimus Twitter? The newest like social media thing my kids are doing is this thing called Be Real. Have you heard of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. That so weird. No. Okay. So what it does is once a day, it's like, hey, it's time to take your picture. And wherever you are in that moment, you're supposed to take your picture. And then it's like, okay, now I'm going to take your selfie. So it takes a picture of whatever you're doing and then it takes a selfie. 
So every day you need to like take a picture somewhere and then have the Grimus face for the selfie and then start like publicizing it. It would be amazing. It's going to take off. Now the one hit that, that demographic you're looking for. That just might be the answer. (laughs) Hopefully they're not on Twitter. Cause Darren, I just Googled Grimus just to make sure we're not in like violations. I just did it too. Grimus is a somebody's Twitter account. There's a hip hop group named Grimus. No. What? Grimus in English means mighty, powerful, and strong. And it says adjective Grimusion. <laughs> Grimusion. I, I like that. It's G R Y M U S I O N. Grimusion. Huh. The, the, uh, the force of combining all the pantheon of Grimuses into one coalition <laughs> the United Nations of Grimus. Well, I'm a little nervous now, just as Abby gave us the answer to make Grimus go viral. Uh, somebody's already working on it. Oh, dude, Seriously. here's how, here's the solution. We're not the we're not Grimus at Grimus. We're at the real Grimus. Oh, oh. there we go, dude. Yes, the if real you put Grimus. The real in front of it, you get a lot more credibility on Twitter than maybe <laughs> right. we get the blue check mark. <laughs> totally. Who like we were Elon here first? Musk give us a blue check mark if he fit, if he buys Twitter. I don't know. The make mystery. Uh. All right. Well, I got to go with my love of the week. Uh, if you're okay to move on from Grimus, <laughs> he'll be back. He'll be back. He always knows how to crash a party. Um, my love of the week is making the cut. Uh, it's basically Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum, who were the original stars of Project Runway. They just on Bravo. They decided to just do the same show, but on Amazon, and somehow it's uh, it captures the original excitement of Project Runway without moving to the ridiculousness that Project Runway did, where they're like, all right, here's recycled toilet paper. Make a evening gown in 10 minutes. <laughs> Go. <laughs> so you uh, like the weirdest shows, bro. Like you're totally off. You don't have like a brand. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you like these shows that I would not have predicted. <laughs> not only do you watch them secretly, but you're willing to talk about them and say that you're love of the week. Well, yeah, I have to say, I would not be watching Making the Cut by myself, but my family has been looking for a show that the four of us would watch together. And we tried Miss Marvel, hated it. We tried She-Hulk, hated it. And now I have to sacrifice. We're not doing comic book characters like I would like. We're, we're not doing Lost as a family, but we're watching Making the Cut. And it works. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, Darren, I'm not saying you should go run out and see it. But if you're in a house full of uh, three creative women or, or females who uh, have a lot of creative energy and talent, then you should watch Making the Cut too, and you'll love it. Uh, so far, I've got Parker trained on dinosaurs. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Daddy, I really want to watch the Dino Dana movie with you right now. And I was like, you know what, Parker? Let's do this. Absolutely. <laughs> Time's up. Let's except do this. She, except she gets scared at Disney movies. Like, yeah. she cried there are some during, scary uh, parts. She, they always inevitably him. kill somebody yeah. out of nowhere for no reason. She got scared during Wreck-It Ralph because the other little princesses were being mean to Vanellope because she had a stinky car. Yeah, that's. Aww. there's going to be a lot scarier moments, Parker. And I was like, Parker, we ain't watching Bambi. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah. And you, you, know, you don't really no. remember that stuff is scary as an adult until, until you start watching it with your kid and then you remember. Like I bought Connor Land Before Time. Do you remember oh. that? Poor, poor Peachy. Oh my gosh, poor, we started watching it. I'm like, I can't believe I thought this was a good idea. Huh. Uh, we love that movie, by the way. Jeffrey and I quote it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and we were six when we saw that. Or I was six, you were nine. So Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I don't. Uh, so were your kids scared of that one? Yes. I mean, I think all the family Like in the dies, beginning when they? everybody dies, like it's like <laughs> raining fire from the sky. Yeah, I don't think that. He was, I'm a sociopath. I, he was definitely younger your kid than was six. afraid. <laughs> what, what was so scary? Uh, when everybody died? Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, that was fine. I mean, that's all. <laughs> they deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent. All right. So, Darren, what did you hate this week? Myself. Oh, good one. I, no, I mean, there's more that. to it. I know uh, you could so stop last, there. I think that's a good one. <laughs> last week we talked about whether Tracy at the Strand would get that monkey movie that you saw. Yes. And uh, Tracy called me and says, "Hey," and I, she hadn't listened to the episode yet. She's like, "We do have a movie. If you can come review it, it's the monkey movie." And I was like, "Oh man, I have to see it," but I couldn't go watch it because I didn't get a chance to because I was playing flag football instead. So what? I screwed up my opportunity to see the monkey movie last week. Tracy you? laid it out there for me, and I didn't see it. You prioritized flag football over one, seeing two hours of a, a dude befriend a monkey, and two, being able to have a reason to talk about monkeys on Through the Lens with Darren and Tracy, wherever fine podcasts are found. Yeah, no, I, I hate myself. I was like, this is really going to backfire <laughs> on me big time. I am disappointed. You, have, you heard that here first. I am disappointed. Abby, no, I, are I you disappointed in him? I am, as always, Darren. Come on. As always. <laughs> like, pile on. <laughs> Pile professionally on. personally just he's yeah, a disappointment just in every way yeah awesome abby what's your hate of the week uh, my hate of the week is the netflix series devil in ohio oh thank you I, we were thinking of watching that tell me more so being someone that lives in ohio number one it freaked me out because for a minute i was thinking there was an entire county that actually is like worshiping satan and mm, it turns out it it's real? all so I guess it's based on a true story, but it, all the facts around it are fictional. So like the county isn't real, the cult isn't real, but like the circumstances are all real, just not here. <laughs> so, 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 but anyway, not... so there's not, there's not, you know, this crazy cult in Ohio. So that's good news. Um, Next year, yeah. tell me the following isn't real. Come on. The other thing that bothered me about it, so it takes place in Ohio. And so, you know, we live and breathe living here all the time. And like Ohio State Buckeye stuff is so pervasive. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm watching this series and it's everywhere. Like they're carrying the Ohio State mug. They're making references to the Buckeyes. And it's just so it has a, it's so it's authentic though. Like they, they didn't. Yeah. And I actually wearing, looked because like, I thought maybe. Stuff. Maybe, you know, there's some tie to Ohio and it seemed like the, the person that created the series and stuff, like she lives in California. So she just had done her research, I guess. She's like, what do they like I thought for Ohio? sure it had to be like know. a diehard, like Buckeye fan or something. Just throw Buckeye stuff on them. They'll never know it's filmed in California. Yeah. It, so you, you may like it, but like, I, like, it's been a couple days now since I finished watching it and I still keep thinking about it. Like, it just freaks me out. Like, it's like, like things that nightmares are made of. Like in a good way? Like if you want to see something scary or is it just dumb? It depends on what kind of scary you like. Like if you like sort of the supernatural, yes, you would probably like it. But that's the kind of scary that really freaks me out. Like murder, things like that. Like that doesn't scare me as much as sort of like the unseen stuff. I mean, I'm probably not going to end up seeing it, but... Um... I because you didn't like it. I I trust everything you say, Abby. Thanks, yeah. Aaron. I'll probably still waste hours, but I'm I'm still stuck on 
we finally finished Love Island USA, uh, and now we're back to Below Deck. Um, oh, so I I have to admit that I also watch Below Deck. Yes, yes. We're, we missed the entire Mediterranean <laughs> season, so we're catching up. We get okay. to binge it. Gotcha, Captain nice. Sandy. Yes. Uh, so Darren, you're outnumbered again. I, uh, everyone loves that show, but me. Yeah, you got to get into it, man. It's drama. Bravo knows drama. Um, my hate of the week is that I've got nothing to hate this week, if that's allowed. Oh, that's uh, a good one. That should be a positive thing. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's ruining this moment in the show because I I went to it. The Sounders won. The, I went to a first Mariners game in years, and the place was sold out and or packed at least, and they won. Uh, House of the Dragon is awesome. Uh, every pop culture and entertainment thing has been fantastic this week. That's all that's I got good. for you. No, we'll take it. Do you want to use this time to pick another love of the week? No, I think we're ready to go to what you're looking forward to. All right. Abby, you want to go first? Sure. Well, I am looking forward to going to the Creekside Hops and Vines Festival in Gehanna. Um, so Hops and Vines? So that would be alcoholic-based? Yes. Very good, Darren. Beer Just and wine. Deductive, deductive reasoning here. <laughs> It's, uh, it's run by Gehanna's Parks and Rec Foundation, and it raises money for kids that can't go to their programs and stuff like that. So I will be there actually pouring the wine or pouring the beer, actually. So nice. it should be fun. Well, you're going to volunteer, and you're looking forward to it. You are a yeah, It is fun. It is such a fun event. Like most people would say, I'm looking forward to going there and like, consuming it hops and vines yeah but you're like i'm looking forward well to i will tell you they do that. also let you drink when you volunteer oh, oh snap win-win so. it's genius yeah. except for the last person who's trying to get get a drink and it, it's kind of difficult at that point right. <laughs> you're like i'm sorry i'm good right <laughs> awesome uh darren what about you um so i saw the trailer for the next Marvel project, Secret Invasion. And I'm super excited because A, it's got Samuel L. Jackson in it as Nick Fury and nothing he does is bad usually. Um, but secondly, that line of comic books is awesome because basically the scrolls impersonate people and take over and kind of like seed throughout government and society and kind of like take over. So I'm excited to see how they adopt that, especially since they kind of treated the scrolls differently in Captain Marvel than from the comic books. So uh, I'm excited for the Secret Invasion Disney. I think it's a Disney Plus show, not a movie. Will this be the show that finally breaks them out of their like 10 show slump? Hey, I got to call you out. I have not seen She-Hulk yet because I'm still stuck on Ms. Marvel, which I don't like and was almost my hate of the week for the third week. But I've heard good things about She-Hulk. It didn't do it for us, man. I can't say it won't do it for your friends and family, but it did not do it for uh, me, my wife or my kids. Okay, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, just, I have to watch things in order, and I can't get through Miss Marvel. I have two more episodes. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Have you seen? Did you watch the whole show? No, I'm in episode three. Okay, I'm ahead of you. I can't talk about it. But like, is she in Biggin went... yet? No, she doesn't in Biggin. Yeah, that's not cool. That was all that you were looking forward to. I, I know. I wanted to say I'm Biggin. Call me crazy. In Biggin. Um. Awesome. Well, my looking forward to was going to be, uh, well, once you mentioned Elton John and Britney Spears, I Googled that and Elton John is coming to Tacoma in like a month. Uh, that's a suburb of, not suburb, a city nearby Seattle. But tickets are like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars, man. 
So no so Elton John. Oh, no, no, no Elton John. So I'll go back to my fa- my familiar uh, refrain of choosing one thing I hate, making it I'm looking forward to, making it I love. My looking forward to is the Sounders. Four more games. <laughs> if they could win them all, <laughs> they could be in the playoffs. You literally hated them two weeks ago. I hated watching them lose, but now I'm back to the optimist. I'm I'm looking forward to hopefully watching them win. Okay, so you are a much more devoted and legitimate soccer fan than I am. Um, last I checked, the Columbus crew is holding on to one of the playoff spots. Has that changed, or do you not care because you're in the West? I am literally Sounders, and generally Sounders in person. I don't even care about Sounders on TV, except for when they're about to break. They've been in the playoffs every single year, so now I'm a little bit more curious about what they need. So you don't know. Okay, that's I could look it up for you, but so could anybody who's listening. But Columbus oh, is holding me. into the last spot. All right, cool. Yeah, Abby, are you into soccer? You're not really a sports person, are you? Not really. That's why I was kind of being quiet, and you might hear what sounds like a cat <laughs> dying in the background. <laughs> I would rather listen to my cat throwing up <laughs> than watch. Yeah, than watch or talk about soccer. I mean, I will go watch and I'll have fun, but like, do I actively follow or know what's really going on? No. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, we'll move on. But the Sounders, if they win every single game, could make the playoffs. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and I'm also looking forward to real or fake. Abby, Darren oh, might have oversold you as a guest. He said that you were going to do a real or fake. Is he telling the truth? Oh, yes, yes. Um, so we talked about one, and then um, I kind of gave it away to him. So then I said, okay, maybe I need to come up with another one. So potentially, you could potentially have two real or fakes, depending on how this goes. All right. Hit, okay. Lay it on us. Okay, so here's the first one. So it's set in dystopian future and features the hybrid that results in when the brain patterns and memory of a dying girl are transferred into the brain of a chimpanzee. <laughs> what? This is amazing. Is real, this real or fake? The brain scan. Well, the first brain of all, patterns I... and memory of a dying girl are transferred into the brain of a chimpanzee. Isn't that Planet of the Apes, the new one with James Franco? No, no, that's where they give them the Alzheimer's drugs. Oh. Uh, you know, they don't scan any brain scans. Dude, I would is... watch this movie if it's real. <laughs> is it a horror? Darren, would you make it a horror movie or would you make it a comedy? Like a lighthearted oh, comedy? Oh, snap. That's a good question. It's a dying like... girl. I'm pretty... <laughs> yeah, but she's in an ape. She's yeah, in now ape. she's in a monkey. She gets to experience life as a monkey like <laughs> she's always wanted to do. Okay. You know? I mean, I mean, I mean obviously horror... it's going to be sad for a little bit when, right. when she dies, but then when she rebirths as the as a chimpanzee with all the strength and lovability, I don't know. <laughs> like it's probably like RoboCop, except when that scene when she opens her eyes and it's got like the computer printout. It's instead her figuring out she's a monkey. Yeah. Which what I guess would you RoboCop put? Wasn't a comedy. It was more of an action movie. But yeah, I think there's plenty of ways you can go with it. It could be a comedy where like it's sad for that moment, but then she wakes up and she's like, "Oh my gosh." I could like go to parties and people think I'm cute. I could like rip like the uh, shaggy DA type thing where Disney was making all these movies where people turn into cars and different animals and yep, switch yep. bodies and stuff. Okay. I can see that. And so it's like this lighthearted, like she's, she tries to date her old crush, but he's like, dude, you're a chimp, man. This is not <laughs> happening. And, but then she finds that real love is not like relying on somebody else, but loving who you are. Right. No. Okay, so do you, do you want to know the answer? Uh, I, I don't want to make this movie before I know the answer, but yeah, I would. 
I'm gonna just pitch a different movie before you give us the answer. I think it's okay. a it's like an action movie or a revenge movie where the person that killed her thinks he got away with it, but at the last oh. minute they transferred the chip and now she's gotta uncover the mystery as to who killed her and and it's hard to do when you're a chimp like yeah. in New York. But it's not because the killer's at the zoo and like she's in the perfect location to watch his every move and and plant uh the the murder weapon on him. Or collect I guess you wouldn't have to plan it. Collect yeah, the evidence. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I, I'm going with that movie. But is this real, Abby? I, oh, okay, wait, I have to, I have to so, vote first. We have to vote first. I vote okay. real. I'm gonna go one more one more version of it. It's a <laughs> horror movie where this poor girl was tortured and made fun of uh, by all of her friends at school, and then she becomes this chimpanzee, and then just hell breaks loose, and she murders every single person <laughs> who did her wrong. <laughs> that got dark, and it's called. Chimpanzee shines. Okay, <laughs> so in typical, like, you know, when we ask people questions fashion, the answer is it's actually kind of a trick question because it's oh. technically not been made into a movie. Yet. But it is a book. It's a book it's called a book? Eva. Yes. And Ooh, I read this damn. book in, like, eighth grade. So, you, Darren, you're going to have to go down to the library and I absolutely look am. for it. Which way does it go? Of all the yeah, different did things. Did you read it? Yeah, which movie did we do? So it, it was not a comedy. Um, it took her. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm like, no, I don't think that's the direction it went. Um, though I remember when I was in eighth grade, we all were like, this book is insane. Um, it took her a while to figure out what was even going on with her. Um, and I, I don't, I can't say that I remember much more about it than that. Is it um, like an allegory? Like, is it like a um, Ramona Cleary type book where it's like, learning about you know no, like so basically it was like setting it was like set in the future so like you know using technology that hadn't been used before to do all of this huh. dude i'm trying to google i'm trying to look this up on the library page as we speak and apparently is it out of print well <laughs> i think it's probably it's, out of print there's 2278 books with eva in it and there's a series apparently about an owl named eva and there's like 50 of them. So I got to figure out a way to narrow this Oh, down. shoot. Okay. I found the Wikipedia page and it says the novel opens as Ava wakes up in a hospital bed paralyzed. Her mother assures her she'll be fine, that the doctors will gradually reduce the paralysis. Ava guesses that her face has been badly scarred, but when she looks in the mirror, she sees the face of a chimpanzee. Wait, is it <laughs> Ava or Eva? EVA. Um, yeah. EVA. Yeah. I. Can you find so, out who the author is while you're looking at that, dude? I'm going to look it up. <laughs> it Darren, was published... Go ahead. No, you first, Abby. Darren, do you want me to read the second, real or fake? Oh, yeah. The second one's really good. Okay. Um, do you want me to read it now? Uh, first, let me tell Darren it's Peter Dickinson. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dickinson. He did not achieve stardom and become one of the pantheon of sci-fi writers after this story, so I don't know. Shocker. The Shocker. novel is used in classrooms to study, to stimulate discussion of medical ethics, animal rights, and other issues, man. It's we sure did. Awesome. All right. We sure did. Okay. Next so one. here's the second one. In Hug a Bunch, a young girl's bedroom mirror turns from solid to entryway into Hug a Bunch land when someone hugs <laughs> in front of it. The Hug a Bunches help a young girl find what she needs to give her grandma a second chance at life outside a retirement home. sounds like the dumbest thing i've ever heard if that was real it should be fake <laughs> tv show from the 70s is my guess it is a tv movie from the 80s from 1985 <sighs> and 
the reason Darren and I even talked about this stupid show was because you guys were talking about HR puff and stuff. Yes. And I was having these like weird glimpses of memories of shows from my childhood. I'm like, was that HR puff and stuff? So I looked that up and found that it was not that it was the new zoo review. And then I remembered this movie and it was, and so I found it on YouTube and actually watched some of it. And it was even weirder than I remembered it being. So, and, and she's telling me this thing and I'm like, you are making this up and I don't want, I, this does not sound real. It sounds like the dumbest thing ever, but apparently it's real. The yeah, it is real. Super creepy. And they were it looks actually like... dolls. There were actual, like, I think they were trying to be competitors to like Cabbage Patch. Yeah. And predecessors to the uh, Teletubbies, it looks like from what I could visually see on IMDb. The aesthetic is very bizarre. Yeah, it, it is. Apparently That's a victory. Not fun, hug a bunch two electric boogaloo. No, no hug a bunch two, but here's, definitely here's worth checking that really out. Concerns me too. Abby's about my age, and you and I watched a lot of cartoons, Jeff. I would have thought we would have at least heard about this thing. It's not a cartoon. It's uh, it's like dolls, man. It's live yeah, action. Yeah, we were probably watching different stuff. You know. I, did you watch Smurfs? I did watch Smurfs. Love okay, the Smurfs. That's, that's the thing that binds everybody who is within five years of each other in age. Yeah, but not the Hug-A-Bunch. That is not the tie that binds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does get a 7.3 out of 10 rating on IMDb. So people loved it. Wow. Oh, my gosh. The dolls are creeps. So this is a live action right? creepy talking And then, doll. okay, so if you think they're creepy just looking at a still image of them, watch like five seconds of the actual video. It is. You said it's available on YouTube, right? Yes. Dude, that's so sad. Everybody but her grandmother is too busy for hugging. <laughs> I would be too if those things tried to hug me. Right. Well, not no huggins, man. Brings her to Huggaland. Well, I have to be honest. Abby did a pretty darn good job as a real or faker because, yeah, that's not even a that's not even a Darren style cheat. Like that was like a legit. Yeah, play both there. were good. That was double the pleasure, double the fun, man. Two well, excellent thank you. Uh, real or fakes. Abby, I have to say thank you so much for joining us today on the Shul Bros Week in Review. Uh, hope you'll continue listening and uh, hope you'll appreciate the cow noise that's coming in three, two, one. Mm -hmm.